<laughs> oh, are we putting this in the podcast? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, wait, we should officially start then. Oh, okay. Because I don't know. I wouldn't know where to start. That was kind of confusing mm. on my end. Oh, I thought I thought we were like uh, like podcast dude, just running, running gun. I don't know. Anyway, you want to... Hey, welcome. Welcome to The Drop with Frank and Brian, official episode number two. I, I don't think yeah. I need to call them official episodes anymore because they're just episodes at this they're point. Just at, at this point, they're, they're just episodes, yeah. Yeah, they're just episodes. So episode number two. Welcome. And we're done. And that's it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, where do you want to start it? So, uh, you know, we were, we were talking about, like, um, coming up with just a topic, you know, just each episode, just start with the topic and see where that goes. And this time, I think we're going to get into traveling, car shows, traveling across country, you know, what it takes, what it involves, all that good stuff. Yeah. As we're sitting here while huge car shows are happening and we're not there yeah but you know what there's just there like this is a good problem to have because there is just so much stuff going on yeah. you know and, it's the, all sorts and, of great shows yeah and may may the month of may even next year is going to be insane oh really oh yeah because think about it so you have mini nats at the end of april mm-hmm. right so and that usually rolls into battle and bama the first weekend of may depending on when they have it and then you've got Cruise to the Pines is in May. You've got Roland now rolling in the Red Rocks is in May. Oh wow! Um, there's the one of the largest C10 shows is in Texas happening this same weekend, and what's, they want me to, which is the C10 Nationals. Oh okay, where's uh, that at? The guy, it's a uh, Dallas. Okay, I think. So like, I could be making money at any of these events. You know what I mean? Or being there getting content or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so May next year May, I'm hoping to talk to these show promoters and be like, hey. When are you throwing your show? Because I would like to be at, at most of those. Yeah. You know, Mini Nats for sure. And then um, Cruise of the Pines. I mean, that's that's four shows. So I mean, Yeah, that's like back, that's back to back to back. That's essentially being out for a month at car shows every weekend. Well, I'm looking at my schedule now in June. I don't have anything in June mm-hmm. and anything in July. And especially out here locally, it's it's too hot. The show's basically shut down. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing I can think of in California happening in June and July. Uh, not just like just like local stuff. I, I'm, yeah. I'm probably there's probably something that I'm missing, and someone's gonna be like, "No, there's this going on." But as of right now, yeah. uh, usually, I guess one thing that usually goes down in June is the uh, Southern California Mini Truck Council show. They usually do that in June. Which is yeah. uh, which is a, a a show in Ontario, California, and it's hosted by the Southern California Mini Truck Council. Yeah, yeah, and then the scraping the coast is in June. I'm not going this year, and I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen. Tra- you know, travel wise. Speaking of travel, you know, yeah. Um, not that I don't, not that I don't, don't want to travel. I want to travel less, um, but there's reasons for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know. It's just hard to kind of say. Going, doing these back to back to back without a break is, is tough. That's rough. And you it's know, not only rough on us, it's rough on our vehicles. Oh, for sure. You know, and yeah. so and that's where I'm at. Like, if my truck has 326,000 miles on it, mm-hmm. if I drove to scrape in the coast in June and my truck breaks down, like, say the motor goes out, the transmission and or the rear axle, those are those are towable. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'd have to get that either towed oh, home yeah. or fix or fix there. And I don't know anyone out there that's going to fix a Nissan truck in a 
where I don't have to stay there for a whole week or two weeks or whatever, or fly mm-hmm. home, go back and get it. It's a lot of money. Oh, for sure. Involved. But if it breaks down here in town, I just take it to my buddy's shop. Mm-hmm. That's not a big, or put it on the side of the house and drive my other vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a big deal. So that's like, it's not like it's a brand new truck that broke down on the other side of the country that's worth 40 grand. Yeah. It's a truck that's <laughs> worth $5,000. Yeah. And I would, the, the cost to, to transport it back out here is about what the damn thing's worth. Right. So I think, I'm, that that's what I'm having the problems in my head, you know. Well, yeah, and those are those are all valid. I think what we need we need to start with explaining to our audience if they don't know already our truck situation. So you oh, and yeah, I, you we both have Nissan Titans. Yours is no four, mine's no five. Same, same. So we both have these trucks, and these are the trucks that we use to travel cross country in. And you started the the conversation about like the maintenance that these things take, and. Um, Mine, you mentioned, so all, no, I, I don't know where some to knock on is, but my truck has had most of those problems that you mentioned. The <laughs> yeah. rear end went out on it. That cost me $3,000 to fix. Um, I've had all sorts of things, you know, hiccups and stuff like that on that truck. Thankfully, none, like you said, none of them on the road, actually. I was just, Well, the hiccups that you've had are, are hiccups that a 20, almost 20 year old truck is going to have. Right. You know, replacing suspension components and. And just those things that happen. Yeah. Well, the rear end was like kind of like a surprise. Like rear uh, end, it was only a, it was only a surprise because someone didn't check the fluids that's regularly. That's true. <laughs> when you have a twenty year old truck, check the especially check especially the when you tow across the country on a regular basis, year after year after year. T- there's a little bolt on your axle. Take it out. Stick your finger in just there. Just check it. Give it a little. Give it a little. Get check. a little. Give it a little dip. <laughs> A little dip. A little dip. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so, make sure there's fluid in there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, thankfully, none of that has happened on the road. The only thing... So, we're kind of like tying all this conversation together. I think yeah. we'll talk... Because you mentioned Mini Nats. I think that's the first thing we'll talk about, about our trip to Mini Nats. And actually, that was the only like kind of major thing that happened to us out on the road is when we went back in 2019, we had a problem with the trailer, right? So, yeah. the trailer... The axle had bent on it. It like just from years of taking it up and down the 10 and just all those crazy freeways, just it over the years just kind of smashed down and became like a U basically. So yeah, uh, that trip, you know, we started it. And what's funny is when I got to your house, so I leave SoCal, I get to your house and we're like loading all the stuff and I kind of look at the rear end and I'm like, hey, uh, I think this doesn't, this, I don't think this looks right. And your exact words are like, what are we, not going to go? And I'm all, <laughs> that's an excellent point. So we climbed in that thing and we drove straight to Mini Nats. And when we got, so we got there. And when we go to Mini Nats, what we do is, is uh, we drive straight there. We don't, we, I leave SoCal, I go to Phoenix, I pick you up and we drive straight to Maggie Valley, which is a 40 hour trip, basically, essentially, by the time we're yeah. done with stops or anything, it's 40 hours and we don't stop. So 19, we cruise out there. Uh, 40 hours nonstop. We get there. We're just, we, and that year we get to the hotel and it's like raining and it's just like, okay, fine. We, we're super tired. We just park the trailer. We get in the room. We just crash out. We, I get up the next morning, get something out of the truck and I kind of like glance at the trailer, just kind of like blurry eyed. And I look down and the entire inside of the tire is just gone. Like it's metal. It's just annihilated. And I'm like, oh man. And then that's when we figured out that the axle was bent. And then we had to, while we were doing the show, while we are at the show, setting up booths, filming, doing all of the stuff we were there to do, we had to like source an axle, we had to source uh, leaf springs, and then we had to source someone to install all that stuff. It was, 
it was an adventure. So yeah, that was, and that doesn't even touch on the adventure that we did with Doug's trailer. Mm-hmm. Our oh, buddy the Doug, trailer, his trailer. That's right, his yeah. trailer. Yeah, but I think the 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 overall thing with traveling and stuff is, it's not just these single instances which are which make up, you know, with these crazy stories and stuff. But it's just like, you know, why do we drive across the country in these old trucks? Why don't we just buy new trucks? I, that's that's a good question. Why don't we have a vendor trailer? Why don't we have an R? If we're gonna drive straight there and not get um, hotel rooms, why don't why don't we buy an RV? That these are all valid points. You know, do we and have the, do we have an answer? I don't know. <laughs> so every time we do get in the truck, we go we go back and forth and like okay, why if we get an RV, this is how much it's gonna cost. Then you have to store it. You have to maintain it. You have to do this. Okay, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? It would only make sense if we were doing, driving across the country, towing a trailer, and every month, or even two times a month. Yeah, even two times, yeah. You know, where, like, you look at, like, the guys from KIK, they're at shows, like, multiple times a month, or, mm-hmm. you know, but we're actually not. Mm-hmm. So, it always comes back to, what's that noise? Oh, that's my fan on my computer. Oh, okay. I can't do nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my computer saying, ah! <laughs> no, it's fine. I was just like, I didn't know what, what it was. Oh, yeah. Um, no worries. But yeah, it always comes back to the thing that makes the most sense is just to drive these Every trucks. Every time. I can't tell you how many, literally, sleepless nights I'm sitting there imagining these different things, building different scenarios, trucks, trailers. Uh, one of those, you know, sprinter vans all decked out trailer, but at the end of the, at the end of the night or at the end of the thought, it always comes back to these things work the best. It's the most economical way to do it, you know, but and when, I, and when you say economical, it's a hundred percent not with fuel. Oh no, because no, no, no. I'm talking about like, like you said, if, if you got a big trailer or, you know, you di- like a sprinter van. Those things are like a hundred k. You know, they're not they're not cheap. So if you were to acquire one of these things and it was sitting, realistically, like 90 percent of the time, you know, yeah, it's it's just a money drain. So you know, unfortunately, like that's sort of like how we have to think about a lot of things as we go. Like, it's this really interesting balance between going to these shows, creating content, selling merchandise, and having a lot of fun, and then the uh, financial aspect of it and we have we like kind of find this balance you know yeah and you know it would solve all of those problems what's that if we sold more merch if we sold more merch on our website if we on our websites and it shows and it shows (laughs) so don't buy anyone else's merch buy our merch buy just buy our merch (laughs) and really quick i actually uh have something to mention about merch and stuff like that i just today got uh my banners in so i took your advice and I created banners, and I took one of our most popular designs, which is our low rides, good vibes design, and uh, I put it on a on a uh, what I just the name banner on a banner. <laughs> that word just went. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's put it on a banner. So we'll have those uh, soon on our website and available at shows. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, banners are fun. Everybody likes banners. Yeah, they're sort of yeah, they're like the 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 grown up posters if you think about it. Right. I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> You're no, thinking just... about it. Anyway, so back to what we were talking about. So this yeah. whole traveling thing. So yeah, I mean, yes, we've thought of every single scenario. But I mean, 
we have to also kind of like uh, re- look at the realistic picture that we are going to have to buy trucks at some point because these things are not going to last forever. <laughs> oh, mine's going to last forever. Dude, mine... Mine is, mine is a game. Now it is, is a game. When something's wrong with it, I fix it. I don't just let it... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. go ahead with yours, though. Oh, I'm trying. I, I'm trying to do that. Um, so anyway, so just like I've said, I've had to replace the rear end. Um, I, I'm trying to... Everything else is blank. I, like, fall into these... Anyway, I've done a lot of different things to this truck. And I get in it yesterday, put in the key, and it goes, dink! Oh, mine always does that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah I thought, yeah, yeah. I'm all, oh, here we go. Now it's going to no, be it's, a starter. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You might as well just uh, buy a starter and just... Just have it on um, hand. Yeah. Well, it's underneath the intake manifold, too. Oh, it's one of those? Oh. Yeah. It's not very... It's it's just time-consuming, but it's not difficult to do it. And that's the other thing about our Titans is, is I think we're pseudo-Titan experts, right? Because, like, we just know these things. We know all about our trucks, and we know them inside and out, and we've done, you know, a lot yeah. to them. So, but also let's talk real quick about your Titan and kind of go into a little bit of deep dive about that. Mine is, mine is a stock Titan. I bought it brand new in 05. I've had it ever since I've never, I've just, the most I've ever done to it in the last, like, you know, few years or so is I repainted it. You know, I plan on fixing the interior and stuff like that. Cause it's got some ribs. You, you know, our, those our, good, our good friend, those, uh, Lindsay over at those aren't, DVD. those, those aren't rips. I know those are not rips. I was gonna say our good friend uh, uh, Lindsay Freeman over at Service DVD kindly pointed out it looks like someone took a bite out of my driver's seat. <laughs> and and you do, you have to think about it when when I'm as, as a wider person driving your truck across the country and it is my turn to drive. Mm-hmm. You got to think of my comfort, man. I, I know. Some, there's like I need some bolstering. There's ten percent <laughs> of the seat missing. Yeah, <laughs> you just fit in the other part of the seat. I need the entire seat. So <laughs> that seat is definitely formed to my uh, posterior. Is that yes, how I this, say it? <laughs> yeah, that's you're a gonna, good way to say it. You know what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to take a picture of your seat and we're going to have to show it. I am going to have to. I'm fine. I'm transparent. I'll show everybody. No, yeah, we're going to so, do it. We're going to make, we're going to, uh, let's see, what what is it? Uh, we're going to show the bad sides of us to make us better. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. I don't mind. It is, it's reality. I think what happens a lot of times um, and I'm not, I'm not calling out anybody specifically, but I think what happens a lot of times is, you know, people get wrapped up in look, you know, like they, they want to present themselves a certain way, which is good because you need to present yourself in a certain way. But with us, we're just sort of like, this is how it is. You know, we'll talk about our 20 year old Titans and our, but would you, but you have to remember your truck is an extension of your, your personality. Would Mm -hmm. you walk around with half of your t-shirt missing? That's true. That's a good point. You're very, you are very uh, aware of how you dress and how you look. That's true. So maybe I'm being hypocritical. <laughs> Slightly. Never. It's okay. Never. Hey, call me out. It's fine. I don't mind. It's cool. It, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. We'll uh, get there. So anyway, so my truck, pretty much a stock Nissan Titan. It has been its whole life. But your Nissan Titan has had quite the life. So if you want yeah, to Yeah, mine, mine's that. been on an adventure. It has. It has been... Uh, I bought it in 2004, had four miles on it, and uh, I think I didn't even put 200 miles on it, and I lifted it on 35s with a CST lift. There, it was a, Since they were brand new trucks, the Titans, you know what I mean? Like CST was one of the only companies that made a lift kit for it, and then I drove it around like that for, I don't know, a couple of years, I think, 
and then I decided that for some odd reason I wanted to make it a monster truck. So um, made a good deal with my buddy Simone, who was in the club, who owned a uh, shop in Riverside. That was ST Trucks, right? ST Trucks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, your 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 Titan was in the ad, like bombing through the mud, right? No, those pictures were. Um, I, it's funny. So I gave. We'll get to that in a second, but no, my, those ads that were made, I made those. Oh, okay. That, they were, they were in like, the grinder. They were for like an open house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in the grinder magazine mm-hmm. um, on the back. So, but yeah, so we he took it and took a bulletproof lift and chopped it all up with custom front, um, upper and lower arms and and uh, custom four link in the back and king coils, coilovers all the way around and put. It was like an eighteen inch lift. You got to throw up the picture of it parked in front of your pad when it's like level with the second story. Yeah, yeah, and it had no. Uh, steps on it you had to climb up in that <laughs> yeah i had to open the back door the suicide back extra cab door grab the back seat belts put my foot on the uh four link uh, mount on the bottom and then grab the steering wheel and then get in the truck so once i was in the driver's side i could reach back grab oh, that door uh-huh. and then shut that door and then shut that door that's funny. so I, I would pull it to spots and be like oh these people look at they're staring at my truck they're like no no they're waiting to see this fat guy get into this truck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And that yeah. was a couple of pounds ago, too, so I can't even imagine now. But, yeah, so I ended up actually um, driving that for a while. But then when I um, left my job in in 2009, I need, it needed tires, and I didn't want to buy four 40-inch tires. Yeah, those you know, tires and, were expensive. So I, we ended up cutting the lift off because it was welded on and stuff, uh, dropping the front off and switch swapping it with Holly Brewer. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, so Holly's truck. Which is a, a 2006 Titan. So her truck went from stock to... And she didn't do a body lift. She just did the suspension. So her truck was only on 37s. Oh, okay. Um, but it was still big. And then now her truck is backed. Yeah, and then it went from your old lift on her truck and then they went a completely different direction and then bagged it. Yep. So that, uh, just to, I don't want to go like too deep into it, but the Holly's truck was it? Did it have the cow paint before the lift or after the lift? After the lift. Oh, okay. Because I only ever saw it with it lifted with the paint on it. I never saw it before. Yeah, it was just a stock, uh, stock whatever color something. it was. Yeah. Now it's body dropped, and hopefully should be bringing it out soon. Yeah, but... the thing is going to be so cool when it comes yeah. out. And then now, so now my truck just is has I still have the body lift on it. I never took that off. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. And I. I have driven that truck for, from towing, mostly towing, because I used to tow the airbag trailers all over the place mm-hmm. to de- to deliver them. But uh, it's been to Montreal, Canada. It's been to Miami. It's been to uh, Jacksonville, Florida. It's been to Staten Island. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's been over. Washington. It's been everywhere. That's it's, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the deep dive on your Titan. And we still have them, and we're still rolling them, and we're about to to roll them. Are you are you taking your OBS? Or are you taking the Titan next weekend? Oh, the Titan. The oh, OBS okay. is just a. Uh, it doesn't have AC, and I don't want to put AC. Mm-hmm. I don't want to replace the parts until after. Uh, it gets bagged and stuff, and that's one thing that um, someone uh, mentioned. We didn't even talk about our vehicles much. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, no, you kind of, after that last. Yeah, kind of. I but like you went into like your your old OBS and stuff. But after that last episode, I started thinking about all the gaps that we left out. Yeah, I know. There's tons. After like uh, talking about our history and all that, all that stuff, I finally 
started going through my old VHS yes. tapes. Yeah, you've been sending me some pictures of those. Yeah, and if you follow the Grinder TV story on Instagram, I've been posting some little clips of... Because what I have to do is take this VCR, play these tapes, um, put this little tape in this bigger tape. Uh-huh. Put it in the VCR. Put it in the VCR. I have to play it and watch it all the way through to record it onto the computer. So wow. I've got all these tapes. It's going to take a long time to do it. But but it's kind of cool. It's really cool just to sit back and just see how things work. Oh, and this, and I recorded everything. That's not awesome. just Not just truck shows. I recorded parties. Um, Dude. It's going to be... I don't know how I'm going to put these out. Statue of Limitation... 1996, that's pretty far, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think the last thing I recorded was a block party in 2002 when Jamie was hopping his truck on air. Oh, that Toyota that he had? Yeah, Tacoma. Yeah, that was sick. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go through all these and, and somehow library them out and then figure out if I'm going to upload them or how I'm going to do it. But, yeah. So with those tapes, the the one of the first things that you showed me was your first truck, your Toyota. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, 86, 86 Toyota pickup. That's what got me into mini trucking. And when you saw it, it was primered purple, fully shaved. It had all kinds of crazy mods done to it. Because at the time, I was working at a body, a custom body shop. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so, cool. So it was actually, it was funny because we did that. We shaved that one and, and, and primered it purple. And we shaved Ernie's and primered it green. So me and Ernie would always show next to each other. I would have my purple mini truck, and he would have his his like green mini truck. Was his Mitsubishi? A, oh, was it Mitsu? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was before, or was that the same truck he took took the roof off of? I don't know. I can't keep up, but <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, so, so that was your first truck. Yeah. Where'd you go from there? Um, where did I go? For? Oh, I bought my Tacoma that I. Oh, stole. really? You went from yeah. that Toyota to your Tacoma? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 97, 98, I bought my 97 Tacoma, which sits in Dallas now. And um, it's either going to get finished there or we're going to bring it out here and, and finish it out here. Something will happen to that. You want to know something I just realized? And we talked about this, I don't know, in the pilot or the first episode about the first time I met you. That was the very first time I met you. I remember you were selling a set of, uh, I forget what wheels they were. You were a set of, selling a set of wheels off your Ain't truck. Uh, Anki's probably uh, no they were something else maybe they weren't off that truck but they were just some wheels so anyway so I don't even know how I found this is like my space maybe even before my I don't know it was a long time ago so anyway we we heard you were selling these things so me and my buddy we drove down there we were gonna buy them for his ranger that's when I first met you but at the time the point is is you were body dropping your Tacoma in your garage at that yeah. time when I came down to pick up those wheels you were in the middle of body dropping that truck yeah that was a, that yeah we no idea what we were doing and I just um, funny thing is, is I body dropped that truck and in the middle of body dropping it, I moved. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, so I, you had to take this. So I had to take this truck with like no, you know, bed on it or anything like that and move it and get it set up again in my new garage. And, uh, that was, that's a story in itself when we first got, when we got that truck done. And then, uh, the first time I saw that truck body dropped running and put back together was Rezo 2002. 2003. Rock, uh, Rock, Rockahula. Rockahula. Yeah, Rockahula Park. And that was the first time yeah. that I so saw we, it. We finished that truck and drove it to Rezzo that same day. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm in the truck. Um, Buddy's in the truck. And I'm like, we cannot listen to the radio. We cannot do anything. You got to listen. We just have to drive. Uh-huh. 
and it was freezing cold and I didn't, I notched out the, where the steering goes and I didn't ke- plug it. So cold air is coming in. No, he- <laughs> no heater. Cause I never plugged in the heater lines, but, um, yeah, it made it. And I daily drove that truck for a long time while it was body dropped. Yeah. That's awesome. Conventional body drop too. Yeah. To the rockers. <laughs> so then from there you took it back apart to paint it, right? Um, I sold, no, did I sell it? Well, you, I remember you painted it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I had a guy, that's right. So I had a guy, I paid a bunch of money for a guy to paint it. He ended up screwing me over. I sold it to a guy in New Mexico and then I bought it back years later and basically have it now. It's gone through a couple of reiterations like suspension stuff, but I finally dropped it off at Sean's in Dallas to have him, uh, Sean, who? Get Sean, uh, from suspension dimension. Mm-hmm. Sean Thurman from suspension. Sean Thurman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't want to coach you through it, but a lot of people they're like, "Who?" <laughs> yeah, Sean Thurman from Suspension Dimension. Yeah. Um, so it's out there now. So if he's got some time to do it, he's gonna do it. If he doesn't, then we're gonna bring it out here eventually and and uh, get it rolling do again. Something. Yeah. So you it, like that history to now kind of go into mine with vehicles and stuff like that. That you have basically had like two or three vehicles. Yeah, I've had. I mean, I've had no, I've had multiple. In oh between yeah, them. no, no, yeah, you've had tons yeah. of trucks. Yeah, you've had I, tons of trucks. Yeah, the front, the graffiti frontier. Yeah, yeah. I've had the other bag Tacoma mm-hmm. that had flames on it. Um, uh, body dropped oh. OBS. Yeah, so I've had stuff yeah, in what between. Am I, what but am I talking about? You've had tons, <laughs> tons of trucks. Not tons, but nothing that I really like kept for a long period of time mm-hmm. like these. So my thing is, is I had many, many, many trucks, and I won't go over every single one of them. Just maybe the highlight ones. And in the last episode, I talked about my OBS. That was my very first truck. And um, from there, I went down this rabbit hole of trading. And it, it, the desert where I'm from, the high desert, it's very small. So everybody knows everybody, especially all the, the truck clubs and the truck club yeah. guys. So we were in this like perpetual circle of trading trucks. And I fell victim to that. And I started with my blue OBS. And I traded that for an S10 that was shaved. And then from there, I traded it a few times. So I went from having a pretty clean OBS to the by the time I told myself to stop doing it, I had this 86 hard body that was body dropped. And it was a pile. It was so (laughs) bad. It was just like so, so bad. So anyway, so yeah, so I've had a bunch of trucks in between. And and the highlights were my OBS, the S10. And then what's funny is, is when I traded the S10, I traded it for a Mazda. And actually traded it for this really clean uh, Mazda. It was it, it was pretty crazy. It's hard to describe. I'll, I'll I'll throw up a picture of it. It had like almost like someone did like every kind of paint like theme you could imagine. This thing had tribal on it. It had ghost flames. It had regular flames on the hood. It was half pearl white and half pearl purple. It was just this this crazy paint job. So I traded that truck for that. And it, and then so once I was done with that truck and I was going to trade again, I was like, I want a Toyota. I want a Tacoma. That's what I want. And I proceeded to get five more Mazdas. <laughs> and, I, and I still haven't owned a Tacoma. And I've had all these different kind of Mazdas. And I've had like cat, like we talked about the 83, the, the white one. But I've also had old Cadillacs and stuff. So I had a ton of cars too. But as far as like truck stuff is, yeah, I, at one point I had, at one point I had four Mazdas. And, and well, if you have four Mazdas, sell them all and go get a Toyota. That's what I did. So that kind of like, <laughs> that, that brings me to the realization, the revelation, so to speak. And so by the, when, uh, by the time I got that, I got, actually got rid of that hard body and I picked up 
another Mazda. So <laughs> I had this other Mazda. And then that one, I actually put some time into that one. I made that one, you know, ride good. And I put some time and effort into that one. But I still, at the time, I still had my Mazda. Angie had a Mazda. So Angie had a, uh, a 91 standard cab Mazda on hydros that she actually daily drove from the high desert to Long Beach to go to school. Um, I had a 61 Cadillac and I had my 83 Cadillac. So I had like four okay cars, but I was just, I was, I just was done with doing little on this one, little on this one. I was like, okay, I need to stop. I need to concentrate. And that's when I was, had the idea to build the forerunner. And that's when I got the forerunner. So as soon as I got the forerunner, I sold everything. I sold all the Mazda, sold the Cadillacs, only kept my 83. So I sold everything and was going to concentrate on this forerunner. And that's the forerunner I have now. And to bring me to another point, and I've just recently come to this, uh, another epiphany or revelation, if you want to say it. Like, I was like, I need to, because a lot of people know, and I've been looking for a Tacoma. So I've wanted a Tacoma for a long time. So I was kind of putting all the feelers out there. So guys from the club were like, you know, sending me links and checking stuff out. And I came across uh, Bako Dave uh, from our Bakersfield chapter. Uh, Forbidden Fantasy, he sent me a link and it was a clean Tacoma. I was like, oh man, this might be it. It was a like a 98, uh, new paint, new interior, ran good, was a good price. You know, he wanted 65. He told me he would take five for it. So I'm like, you know, I'm rushing around. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. I got to put this thing together. And then I just thought like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have the Forerunner. You already have this thing that looks cool. It just needs to just a little bit more to be done. So I told myself, Frank, concentrate <laughs> so you i probably at that point you probably at that point should have just bought that tacoma and put it away yeah because that tacoma will never be five thousand dollars i know it was a really really good deal so yeah that is a ten that up. is a eight thousand dollar truck now and it's only going to go up from there. i know well i'll give i'll give the secrets out there hit up bako dave at old man I don't even know his Instagram, but <laughs> hit up bako dave he'll give you the link and go swoop that thing up because it is a really good deal Fast forward to what I have right now. Um, I have this 95 OBS truck that I got off of Eric in our club, Eric All Media. Is that how you say his last name? I don't know. He's just Eric. He's just okay. handsome Eric. Just <laughs> <laughs> handsome Eric is well, what we'll call him. Anyways, he's got um he had a OBS and, and Eric had this an addiction to buying cars. Mm. And he, he I was like, Oh, cool, you got this OBS. He goes, dude, I have so many cars. Take give me X amount of dollars and you can have this thing. So I was like, cool. Because if I have an, uh, an OBS, I can take that truck to mini truck shows and to like Dino's mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? A, a Chevy truck show. I can kind of, and I could load up my booth with it, load up my booth in the back and take it to wherever and be comfortable driving it. So I was just thinking in my head, do you think that since you want to take the forerunner to mini Nats? I do. Mm-hmm. Do you think we could fit our booths in the bed of that truck, also inside your Forerunner, mm-hmm. in and around your Forerunner, and tow that to Mini Nats next year with the OBS? I think we could 100% do that. <laughs> and I am 200% down. I don't yes. even think that's a thing. Now, but it I'll, might, yes. depending on what gasp looks like then, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, it might cost us a little bit more in gas, but uh, start saving your pennies because. Yeah. I'm going to try to get that truck done for Dino's and then try to get the paint and body work oh, done. Cool. The paint and body work done for uh, the beginning of the year next year. Dude, that'd be so sick. That'd be so yeah. cool. And that'd make great content. You know? Oh, yeah. That'd be amazing content. 
Um, and that kind of is a good segue into because we kind of got off track because we started we we start we, at the beginning of the show we said we're going to start talking about traveling which we did a little bit but we kind of got sidetracked. Oh, we're so, still talking about traveling. We're just talking about in the future now. There, that's future. <laughs> well, let's talk about the past. Let's talk about mini nats. Going to mini nats. We went to mini nats. Um, you know, uh, about a, about a month ago now we went to mini nats, right? Uh, yeah, a couple that, weeks ago. And that was awesome. That show is so cool. That show is really really cool, and um. I don't know. Let's talk about let's let's talk about the trip. How it went so you down. want to talk about the shows or the traveling? I think I think it's the same thing because like we start with the traveling. Like I said, come pick you up. We the, again we did the same thing this year. I oh, leave yeah. SoCal, hit Phoenix. Uh, yeah, traveling morning. though is, is so different though because if you're talking about traveling in general, we don't just go to mini nets. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. traveling in general is is when it comes to me and you. If we're traveling together, it's usually you drive to my house stay the night and then the next following morning oh we're yeah either, we're either driving to lst or we're driving to mini nats mm-hmm. you know uh, but if you want to talk about mini nats specifically yeah let's start there then we can do that yeah yeah so go ahead so yeah so uh was out of here to you and then we mobbed out that was actually that was that was a, a rough one like they've all been kind of rough but that one was like a little bit rough i don't more rough i don't know why i think okay i used to be able to get in my truck and drive straight to um, Battle and Bama or Orange Beach Invasion or I mean we've even done a straight drive to Florida. We did do that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I've even recently drive drove a straight drive home from Florida as recent as 2019. I don't know if it's getting older. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I don't do that anymore. And not only because I not that I can't, I don't want to. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, you know what I mean. And driving when we drove out to Mini Nets. I mean, you saw it. Like I was just not about, not about it. You didn't eighty percent of the driving. You know what I mean? I would get I in that did. driver's seat and just like, I'd be like, I am, I'm not about it. You know? Mm-hmm. I like to. I want to get to a hotel by midnight and crash out and have a good night's sleep. I, and I just think it's better for the mind and better for. It's better for when you get to the show too, because we're so we're so scatterbrained. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of cooked when we get there. Yeah, and if you don't get that. And, and you're right into it. So we got the two mini nats. Um, we left my house at... We left Wednesday morning about 8. 8, eight o'clock. And we rolled into the show about... I think nine, it, was it was like 11 local time thir- uh, Thursday. Yeah, it was 9 o'clock uh, North Carolina time. Oh, 9 o'clock local time. Yeah, local time to us, 11. So yeah, and we no, got... The other the way tr- around. It's later there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, it was no, it was it was nine o'clock North Carolina time. Oh yeah, okay. So because I, I remember uh, Jason who throws the show says you have to be in by nine, and I that's messaged right. him and I was like, we'll be in right after nine. Anyways, we got our stuff set up or dropped the trailer. We we set up the easy ups too. Huh? Yeah, we yeah we we kind of got everything sort of sort like set up because we do we didn't want to do it in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. But when I'm setting up my booth, it takes me, I'll, I'll like set up two t-shirts and then I'll go set up some hats and then I'll go set up this and I'm like, I cannot concentrate on it. And if I don't get sleep, it's even it worse. makes it worse. Yeah. 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 Kind of. And then like talking about setting up, that was a little bit different for me because like you have a pretty much the same setup at every show, yeah. tables, bodies, shirts over the bodies. So ours has been for many years a little more complicated than that. We set up like a, a a great system using these like metal like I guess grates is the the best way to describe them, and then put um, uh, 
like hangers, put hangers like an arm. That's what, that's what I'm looking for. Put an arm out with yeah. hangers on it and hang our shirts. So ours is a little bit different. And the reason, you know, that's feasible for us is because I always have Angie with me. We, yeah. When we travel to shows, I'll fly Angie out. We'll pick her up at the airport. And then she, she helps, you know, with the whole weekend putting it all together. So this year was a little bit different because I didn't have Angie with me. Just because that the everything was just crazy expensive, though. So not only gas went up, but like air, airline tickets went up as well. So what would have cost us like three hundred bucks to fly Angie out there was going to cost like a thousand bucks. Yeah. So right off the bat, that wasn't that wasn't going to work. And so you know, I was faced with okay, well, I got to do this on my own. And so I decided to adapt your style of booth, which is tables, bodies, and shirts over the bodies, which actually worked out great. It it was it went really smooth. Yeah, the so, way you set your booth up is, is awesome. I've always liked it because it's like a store. Right. Yeah, that was you the know. feel we were going to. Because Angie has has worked, she isn't anymore, but for most of her life she worked in retail. So she had tons of retail experience and just kind of knowing the little little different, you know, things about retail. So that was she was kind of like the driving idea behind all that. Yeah. So not having her and then setting it up, you know, to, but it worked out. It worked out well. So if like... You know, you set up one thing at a time. I'm like different. I have to like get everything. So like it's me setting everything up and getting it all laid out, getting all make sure the hats are out and you know everything yeah. like that. So yeah, it's a it, the way the reason that I do that is because one, it's usually just me at these shows, right? So if I need to run out and film or something and come back, I, if someone's gonna watch my booth, I need to make it as simple as possible for them to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and two, it, it's compactability. Yeah. Like you could, you don't even essentially need your trailer anymore if you kept setting the booth up like that. I, I realized that like it really compacted everything down in there. Yeah. So um, moving forward, traveling wise, you know, depending on what types of vehicles either you get or I get, you know, if you, if you have that option to set that booth up like that. We can compact it down. Like if we want to take the OBS and take the Forerunner, that's probably know? what we're gonna the, the way we're gonna have to do. It, which is great. I mean, it works out really well to make that happen. Yeah, because you could take the Easy Ups and uh, tie those to the trailer mm-hmm. behind one behind the Forerunner, one in front of it, and then the tables can go in the truck with all the the the, the other stuff, and then you can put uh, totes and stuff inside the Forerunner. Yeah, yeah, it worked out really well. Yeah. So, so that was Friday. So we get there Thursday, long drive. We get there Thursday night. We kind of get set up. We go into Friday and that show was cracking like right, right off the bat. That show was just going off like so much so that, like I've said, I said a few times at the show, like Friday felt like Saturday. Oh yeah. It was, it was crazy. And it's such a cool show. It is. I mean, there was people already set up on the side, um, on the sides of the streets on Thursday when we got there. You know what I mean? It's, uh. You know, if you've never been there, it's in a, it's in a town called Maggie Valley, North Carolina, small town, but tons of hotels that line the you know the highway. It's a four lane highway with a suicide middle lane, so it's basically in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains. It is, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, there's people already set up their spots outside um, with their chairs and their RVs and stuff like that um, on Thursday night to watch the quote unquote like parade of vehicles that Which is- go on Friday and Saturday. Which is cool because that's it's sort of like, and this was just our observation. So there's you know nothing official behind it, but our observation was the the show sells out pretty quickly. So they open up the pre reg, and those things go like 
fast. So the, yeah. the show so it fills up pretty quickly. But now people are like, well, you know, even if I don't get into the show, I want to take my truck. I want to go cruise in it, go check out the show, you know, enjoy the show, check out the show, but then also get in their own truck and cruise. So it's morphed into this like thing where it's like the show and then like this whole other thing that's the cruise. Yeah, it's a set. Yeah, it's it, it reminds me of an event called Southern Worthersea that used to be in Georgia, actually not too far from uh, Maggie Valley. Um, the towns look almost identical. You know what I mean? They're just these small towns in the foothills and people cruise up and down. But yeah, the show almost becomes secondary to the actual cruising part. Right. You know, um, not yet at this show, though. The- not yet at this show, for sure. But um, it's. The, what was cool with the Southern Worthersea is you had like um, different meets around the, they would go up to the, the dam at this lake and have like a, some sort of like golf meet, you know what I mean? And then whatever other type of Volkswagen they would meet in another area. And so throughout the whole four or five days that people were there, there were different meetups throughout the town based cool. on different things. So, huh, so you would like have going like, to, you'd have like, yeah, you'd have like a Toyota Tacoma meet. Yeah. Down at the at the Ghost Village on Thursday night, Tacomas only, you know what I mean? Or you would go somewhere else, and like remember that casino that's not too far from Maggie Valley. You right. have like a Nissan hard body meet or Nissan truck meet. So there's all these events, you know. Everybody's listening to this and they're like writing something. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. No, so but the show was great. You know, Friday felt like Saturday, and the whole weekend was just going off. And uh, again, always as always, thank you to everybody. Who came by, said what's up, bought merch, hung out a little bit. We really appreciate you guys because that's what keeps this whole thing going. Us going to shows and making content and filming. Everything hinges, and it may be a little put on, but everything hinges on selling merchandise. If we're selling merchandise, then that means we're going to shows. Yep. That's the bottom line. That's then. That's the bottom line. (laughs) That that sounds like some old news type guy. oh man yeah you know what was crazy too is like friday was so busy saturday was so busy um and sunday just felt like it was so chill yeah it was super chill on sunday it was it was just like a i don't know like a breath you know what i mean you're just like okay we're getting ready to leave um to me when it this goes back to the traveling part but to me one of the best feelings about going to an event is leaving the event yeah, that is a good feeling. And that's like, it's not like, it's not like it's a, I think we need to kind of maybe explain that feeling a little more and just, and just from my perspective, but it's not like a, I can't wait to get out of here. It's like this awesome weekend just went down. Everything was cool. Great show. And you're like, okay, now we can just go home. Yeah. And I don't know if that feeling translates to everybody right. because if you just take your truck to a truck show and you party all weekend and then you wake up Sunday, you know, like. I don't know if that's it's the same feeling, but for us, it's like the, the traveling to get out there is, is a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And then setting up the booth, doing the booth, filming, you know, making sure you got enough content. And it doesn't stop with, with, with us, especially at a lot of these shows where, I mean, we woke up on, on Friday morning at like 530 because mm-hmm. we wanted to get there early. So we get there early. We're walking around filming stuff. And, uh, or was that Saturday morning? Uh, that that was Saturday morning because we had was, already been set up. That's right. Yeah. So um, get there super early. Say, I think it was like 6.45, 7. Start filming. Set the booth up. Film and, and sell. Work the booth all day. 
And then you don't want to miss out on the cruising, right? So right. you have to, you, you can't just leave like and go back to your Airbnb and, and chill. Yeah. It's like, like always going on. Yeah. It sucks. Cause like a lot, like some of the guys in, the, in our club, at least that were there were like, Hey, let's go to dinner and stuff. And we actually drove all the way to the spot to get dinner. And I was like, uh, we got to go. I'm yeah. not going to go sit down and go to dinner. I need to get footage. Right. And I know you need to get footage. Yep. And we're trying to help each other out. And, and to get enough footage for two videos, mm-hmm. you know, it would have been fine to go eat in there and then come back and get footage for one video. Mm-hmm. But no, so I was like, nope, we got to, we're leaving. So we went back and drove up and down the street for yeah. however many hours, you know, until like 11 at night. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a constant thing. And that's like, um, you know, again, that like what I was talking about earlier is, is that balance. Like it's fun. It's a ton of fun, but there is like, so much work that that is involved in it and and you need a lot of you need a what's the right word i'm looking for you need a you you need a lot of motivation to do it you know it's it's too easy to go you know what it's too easy to just go you know we're just gonna sit here and drink beers at this restaurant and we'll we'll figure it out but it takes a lot of motivation to go like no we need to get back or wake up at 5 30 on saturday morning because we need to go get that footage and go re- open up the booths and so you know and it's and it's not trying to to make it sound like you know it isn't fun because it is a ton of fun but it is also a lot of work you know oh, it's a it's a it's our full-time job it is it so is. yeah so you know we do that all on saturday or friday night cruising get back to the airbnb late same saturday wake up early get back to the airbnb late and then sunday sunday's nice because you don't have to wake up early because you know not everyone, everyone just kind of sleeps in and then yeah. just kind of rolls in whenever they want. And a lot of people, and I'm looking at everyone that did this, especially vendors, <laughs> leave on Sunday. That's, yeah. A lot of people have a tendency to, to bone out early. Yeah. That show, <laughs> when the show is two days, Saturday and Sunday, you should stay yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Stay set up until the end of the show because that's, that's a show day. It's a show yeah. day. The 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 uh, the people putting on the event are there. You know, they want you to be there. You know, like they're putting all their effort into it, and you know, you should hang out. Yeah, and I have a little bit of a hang up on this. It's a personal hang up because at the Forbidden Show, it was always a one day show back in the day. Most West Coast shows were one day shows. We I started going to East Coast shows, seeing that two, how the two day shows, how much fun they were. So I, we tried to do that with Forbidden, make it a two day show. Um, and then when we moved it to the Avi in 2016, we really wanted it to be a two-day show because it's more of like a destination vacation type thing. Right. But people would try to leave. They would they would harp on us to get this the best parking spot possible, mm-hmm. the best vendor booth space possible, and then they would try to leave Sunday first thing Sunday morning. And it's like, if you're just going to be there for one day, not the entire show, we're not going to give you that best spot. Right. So. Don't try to, and they would sneak out because they would be like, they you, can't leave do. On, you can't leave on Sunday. And I would wake up <laughs> early Sunday morning and I would watch people drive out of there and sneak out. They always do. You know who and you I'm, are. <laughs> yeah. Daniel from No Regrets. <laughs> when yeah. I caught him sneaking out, where are you going? He was like, I'll oh, just move my truck over here. Yeah, just just a few feet over. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's so, uh, anyways, back to mini gnats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, just, um, I'm, just, talk, I'm just talking to. Talking a little bit of just ish. go yeah go a little go on a little rant it's fine that's yeah. what this is for this is but after that whole weekend and that whole everything when you shut that trailer door or you shut your tailgate 
and you're like, we're ready to start going home to me. And I remember the feeling the the, the best feeling I ever had was when we did our two week stint. Yeah. From, we so mini Nats and then we would stay a week in either new Orleans or Nashville and uh, then go to battle in Bama. So it was two huge shows back to back setting up the booth back to back, tearing mm-hmm. it down back to back, not being home, you know, for this long. And I remember that first battle in Bama that we did. That was when also you shut that trailer. That was also that was, the, the battle in Bama with the tornado warning. So that was oh, yeah, extra yeah. stress. <laughs> yeah. So there's all kinds of stuff going on. But yeah. I remember that Sunday when we shut the door on the trailer and we were like, we're going home. It's, it's a good feeling. It's, a, it's an indescribable feeling to me. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I, and I, I totally feel the same way. And especially like when I get home, like that's another good feeling. When I get home, and again, this is like this is this is where people can kind of see a, a difference in what we do. And I don't want to say like normal people who just go to shows and stuff like that. Yeah. But what we do from our perspective is, since this is our full time job, we're not coming. It's not like we're dreading coming back because we got to go to work on Monday. It's yeah. like now it's like for me, that's, and this is my personal perspective. That's like that extra decompression. I get home, you know, I get up Monday morning or, or in my case, Tuesday when I get here or Wednesday, <laughs> whenever I get back <laughs> yeah, to SoCal, yeah. I get home, I send my kids off to school Angie goes to work and I'm sitting in my office and I just go, ah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's a good feeling. So I know exactly the feeling you're talking about. But one one funny thing that was uh, the was interesting on the way back from Minionats is what we decided to do, and uh, this is not going to be in my video. I don't know if it's going to be in your video, uh, but so after on the way out to Minionats, for I think first of all we need to start with this. We as a group, Brian and I, and also other people that we travel with, <laughs> are obsessed with Bucky's, the gas station called Bucky's. They're mainly in Texas, but now they're spreading out into other things. You got them in Alabama. Uh, you got them in uh, Louisiana. Yeah, they're they're starting to sprout up everywhere. But they're a Texas-based gas station. If you've never been to a Bucky's, Google it, watch a YouTube video about it. There's tons of YouTube videos about them. It's an amazing place. We won't go into great detail about it, but we're obsessed. And on the way out to Mini Nats, we realized there are no Bucky's. However, there is one being built. There's one being built on the way out yeah. to Bucky's. But at the time, we didn't know that, so we're like, we don't know. There's no Bucky's out there, and usually that's sort of our treat you know, for doing all the, these trips and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So after the show, you Google it and you're like, what is the closest Bucky's? And you found one in, I think it was Alabama. Yeah. And so we rerouted our entire trip home just to go hit a Bucky's. Cause yeah. that's it, how it only, obsessed we are. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about Hattie B's mm. and our newfound obsession with uh hot chicken sandwiches, Nashville spicy, but Nashville hot chicken or spice chicken, however yeah. you want to say it. So um, I'm sure everyone's seen that trend pop up, you know, Nashville hot chicken here and there. But it's obviously started in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And Hattie B's is one of the more famous places that, that has it. And it's, and it's just another great experience. You know what I mean? Like it's something that we don't get to do out here. So when we go on these trips, we have these little things. And, and I advise that to anyone that goes on a road trip. Like don't. Like, look up the unique things in the area that you're going and do those things. You know, don't go to McDonald's or don't go to... Yeah, fine. And to, so so about the Hattie Bees thing, that was... When you're on such an intense drive like that, and this is what you just said, you need a goal, right? Yeah. And the, yeah. Oh, obviously the show is our goal, but you need something a little more attainable and, and a, like a reward. You know, so we're like, okay, Hattie Bees, 
Nashville hot chicken sandwiches. That's the goal. And the yeah. whole time we're driving, we're just thinking about that. You know, so that's that's one thing is and so when we get into Nashville and we hit Hattie B's, it's like it's it's like the the checkered flags. Like you made it. <laughs> yeah. Even though even though you still have five hours to go before you get yeah, to Maggie true. Valley. But still and we, and we know the exact Hattie B's to go to. Yep, yeah. The one um, that has that we can park the trailer in this little neighborhood is great. Yeah, it's awesome. So and then so. So uh, that, you know, Hattie B's, and then also you're talking about experiencing different things. And traveling, that's one of my favorite things to do. And you were talking about how in years past we did the back-to-back shows. We went to Mini Nats, and then the next weekend we went to Battle Alabama. Uh, the first year we did it, we stayed in New Orleans for a few days. Uh, the second time we did it, we stayed in Nashville for a couple days. And that is another thing I advise, is, is like when you, tr- when you go to these places – and also to, to touch on it, like we also, whenever we go, we get Airbnbs. So we don't really get hotels, Airbnbs with, you know, and usually I'm kind of scattered on this, but usually we bring our wives. So we have our wives with us. We make a little vacation. We go check out these yeah. cities. And what's really cool is when you get an Airbnb in the city you're staying in for a few days, you just, for those three days, you become like a citizen of that city. <laughs> it's rad. Yeah. And, and yeah. you just want to go do, you want to drive around and just go do those things. So like, you know, and it's. Well, we were. <laughs> To go back to this Airbnb thing, um, I, I was like, when we first started talking about you know going to Midnight's, um, we knew we were going to go. So I was like, I'm going to book an Airbnb because we've stayed at hotels in the past, and you know Airbnb, we both bring our wives. We want you know you get a little bit extra space, definitely. You know, and, and being kid, a, and it, on a road trip for two weeks, you need a little space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just thinking like when we went to Midnight's, I'm instead of getting a hotel. I'm going to book an Airbnb. So I booked an Airbnb this time. And I was like, oh, it's like a cabin in the woods. So we get to we get to Mini Nats on Friday or Thursday, drop our trailer. It's now nighttime. And I go, okay, let's go to the Airbnb. So we drive down the road. It's five miles down the road. I was like, make a left right here. I'm like, right here? Yeah, right here. On this dirt road that is going up and down these mountains. And you can't see anything. We're in the middle it's of nowhere. It's pitch black. It's pitch yeah. black at night going down these tiny the dirt road was the width of the titan yeah and luckily we had dropped off the trailers thursday when we got there because there was no way a trailer was going up into this road i mean it could we could have but it would have been very difficult especially we would not have had a good time especially when we missed the drive and had to turn around yeah that was such a yeah pain. we would not have a good time it was it was an interesting thing it sucks because my drone footage that i took that it didn't oh, yeah. come out oh that sucks as soon as it like got above that it something happened with the um iso and it just like made Blew it out. super grainy oh so i don't know what happened i gotta look into that but um yeah that was an adventure yeah it was an adventure and uh but yeah i recommend airbnbs if you can especially when you go into places like mini nats or even battle in Bama, you know what i mean there's there's cool spots around there yeah for sure that's you one know, city these... we really haven't checked out that's in uh it's in mobile. mobile mobile alabama yeah but there's like uh, there's so many cool places around there yeah i've i've and maybe it's you know maybe it's just because we've hung out in these cities but i've fallen in love with like every city that we've spent you know an extended period amount of time in like uh new orleans that's one of my favorite cities. I love that place. That we had so much. Well, I had, I had so much fun. And I had a blast. No, I had a blast. I had a blast. I think we went at a really good time too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, it was like it cooler. You know, it's not super hot. I think if we went, it was super hot. We might not have, you know, had the same experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that was fun hanging out in Nashville for a few days. Nashville is super cool. That is a great city. Yeah. So I don't know. Like we've said before. 
you know, me and cities and stuff like that. I just love cities. I love yeah. going to explore them and going just finding and out all the little, little, little weird stuff. I'm a weird kind of guy, so <laughs> I like all the weird things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, what's the next show we're traveling to? We're going next weekend. We're going to Utah to roll in the Red Rocks. That's right. I'm pumped for that show. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun too. I think Will uh, Rucker from Perfect Poise is going to ride with me out there. Oh, cool. Or something from out here in Phoenix. So, Eric, uh, handsome Eric, he he called me yesterday and he's like, uh, hey, you know, we chatted up a little bit and then he was like, oh, what are you, you going to the Utah thing? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I said, are you going to go? He's like, well, yeah, since uh, um, Cruise of the Pines was canceled, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because for those who haven't seen Eric's truck, Eric's truck is really cool. It's yeah, a really it cool great. truck. Uh, and actually, that is a good segue into a little another little thing I want to talk about. Is Today is Friday. Um, this show will be airing Monday. will be uploaded Monday. But I just dropped the Forbidden Fantasy 2022 video. Yeah. And uh, that's the first show that Handsome Eric... Um, debuted his truck at. So he, has, he had a Tacoma. He bought it a few months ago. And Eric is amazing at paintwork the guy is really really good at painting so him and matt hutchinson uh, from matt hutchinson's designs they got together and they they did the graphics on eric's truck it came out so sick and um it was at the forbidden fantasy show and check that video out i think this we're gonna upload this video on my channel right yes okay so this video is the video you're watching if you're if you're a viewing audience the video you're watching is on the custom life YouTube channel, so just uh, it'll probably come up in the suggested or go back to the main part of the channel and watch the Forbidden Fantasy video. Yeah. You did something weird in that video. I want to ask you why you did it. Okay, hit me. So, I think we'll, uh, maybe we'll probably do that right afterwards. No. Because it doesn't, has, it, no, it has nothing pertaining to this. It's just an editing thing that I saw that I wanted to ask you why you did it. Hit me with it. It's, this is this a good conversation. No, I know, but I have to show you the video. It's not. It doesn't. It wouldn't be interesting in this. Oh, okay. Aspect of it. It's just a. It's um, just a person-to-person thing. Well, one since we're talking about the editing and stuff, I did actually do something different with that one. Um, and this will get a little technical, so if it gets a little boring, I'm sorry, but this is a technical part of what we do. So um, my main rig for shooting shows for the last couple of years has been my uh, DJI uh, gimbal with my Canon camera and a wide angle lens. So I would put like a, a, a 10 millimeter, 10 to 18 wide lens on it. And that was because like it was, I don't know, it was just because at the time when I figured this out, I was like learning how to use the gimbal. So it was like kind of like helping me a little bit use a gimbal. So I've done that for a couple of years. Well, this show, I decided to actually take my, my long lens, which is my zoom lens, and put that on there. So, and, and really get into, you know, dialing in my apertures and stuff like that yeah and so if you notice in the video um like there's some nice shots where like it's coming around the back of the truck and on a steering wheel and everything's kind of blown out in the back yeah. or blurry in the back so yeah that's one thing that that i did on this one that's a lot different which was kind of scary because it's always scary you know when you're at, so so to to kind of like tie everything together when you're at a show and you have your booth set up and you're out there filming you you want to make sure it's good you know, you, you want this footage to come out good so you can go back and make a video and upload it and, and continue the process. So when you take this new variable and put it in, it's kind of scary because you're like, I could do this whole thing and it could not look good at all. Yeah. And we might have to like can the whole thing, you know, and especially like with with people um, 
not relying on us, but expecting us to make content about these shows. It's kind of nerve wracking. So at the Forbidden Fantasy show, when I decided to to change up my my rig and put a different lens on it, I was like kind of a little worried. I'm like, man, this might not turn out good. Yeah. Which actually I did make a mistake because I shot it in the wrong size. You couldn't <laughs> tell. I watched it earlier. You couldn't even tell. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. I've had to do that plenty of times. So yeah, so that video is uploaded. Rolling in the Red Rocks next weekend. Yep. Uh, we are just about... We Actually, we're a little over our hour. We went over on this one. Did we? We did. We're probably at about an hour 20 right now, probably. A little over an hour. 20 minutes? I think so, because this is my third 25-minute file. Uh, mine only records for an hour and 17, and I still have 10 minutes left. Oh. Okay. Well, then, about that. <laughs> about that. About that. So, yeah. And Any... Final words, thoughts, concerns? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's still... I mean, so there's rolling in the Red Rocks, and then mm -hmm. what is after that? Uh, actually, that's the, the slow the slow part for me, at least. So I don't got anything going on. Well, local stuff. So June, yeah. like I said, we have the SCMTC show probably going down. I'm talking about traveling, because like traveling... Oh, traveling. No. Yeah. Traveling for me isn't going to... Wait, what's going on in September? Oh, I'll be in Laughlin in September for the uh, seductive uh, lowdown. Yeah, and then I'm going to see Tens in the Park that same weekend. And then we'll link back up in October to go to... We're going to Last Resort. Last Resort. And you've never been to Last Resort. No, I'm excited for that one. That's going to be yeah, fun. It's a good time. It's it's a definitely a good time. So that'll be something new um, that we have not gone together to. I've been a couple of times, but yeah, it's definitely a good time. That's why I'm so looking forward to rolling in the Red Rocks because it's a new show, never been to it. The uh, for those who don't know, the, the rolling in the Red Rock show um, is going to be. It's in St. George, Utah, and we're gonna do the show, or you know, the show is gonna be held. I don't know the the name of the area, but the show is gonna be held in one area, and then after the show, everybody's gonna go cruising through the Red Rocks. They're yeah. gonna go on a little cruise, so it's gonna be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. So I'm we're little, actually going to have to record uh, our next episode right before we leave. I think, yeah, I was just uh, thinking about that earlier today. I was like, there's some of these that we're going to have to figure out if we want to drop them weekly, that we're going to have to record them on Wednesdays or Thursdays. And mm -hmm. then sometimes if we're, we could even record these back to back at some times mm -hmm. and then, you know what I mean? At some point and then just have a, have a bank of them. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that too. We're still yeah. we're still learning. So thank you for we are everybody. Still learning. So I want to give a, a shout out to Jason and the guys at OL uh, our lifestyle podcast. They gave us a shout out. Um, and what was the one that you saw? The custom scene. The custom scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the custom scene gave us a shout out too. So that was cool. Yeah, we really appreciate um, it. Yeah, but it's Frank from Custom Life. Not keeping it custom. No, it's not keeping it custom. Frank, Two different things. Custom Life. Instagram, custom underscore life, <laughs> search, custom life, with, all with Ks, of course, custom yeah. life so, on YouTube. Yeah. So all the, the comments and the shout outs that we're getting is really cool. It's, yeah. Um, I also asked uh, people on Instagram earlier today if they had any questions for us. So maybe we'll just dive into that really quick. And no one asked anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll just say that um, if you ask questions on the videos on the YouTubes or send us an Instagram either send it to Grinder TV or Frank at uh, what is yours keeping it custom <laughs> no 
Frank at Custom Life, uh, Custom Life Instagram, my Instagram, uh, or, or the comment official, on these. What's that? Or the official Instagram, the drop with Frank and Brian oh, Instagram. So let's just do that. You have to send a message to the official Instagram, which is the drop with Frank and Brian. Mm-hmm. You have um, to if you uh, if you want to find uh, obviously the video podcasts are on our channels, which are easy to find. But if you want to check us out. Uh, wherever you guys find your podcast, you have to search the entire name. So it's The Drop with Frank and Brian. Yeah. You'll, then you'll find it. Yes. But I'm talking about if you want to send us questions. Yes. If you want to send us questions, hit up the official Instagram, yeah. The Drop with Frank and Brian. Send a message there. We are not. We won't respond to your question on the Instagram. We'll wait and respond to it here on the podcast. And then also comment on the YouTube channel. And we'll kind of skim through those comments. And if you have a question, then we'll pick out of there too. So I think that's kind of cool. Is, is Yeah. People have questions that a lot of the questions that I'm seeing, um, which we'll get into um, on a, the next episode probably is, is which is kind of a goes along with this episode, though, is uh, like doing this for a living type thing. OK, we'll, we'll, we want to talk about that the next episode then. Yeah, something like that. Cool. Right on. Well, thanks for checking it out. See you the next one. <laughs> Later. <laughs>